Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. It's so wonderful to be together in this broadcast and talk about our Heavenly Father, the God of love, especially in this season. And I know in one way this is a season that we so specially feel and see the workings of love. I mean, in this season, so many people get active to give presents and to help others that are maybe not so fortunate with uh, special meals and food and other clothing and, and, and other things they need. So we see that people get activated in their love because it is a season of giving. It is a season of giving and it is a season of showing your compassion. And um, that's something that we, of course, learn in the Bible, but I see it also in the world that they have caught on on this great thing of the Bible of love to help each other and serve each other, and especially to stretch out a helping hand and a giving hand to those that are in need. And I would like to ask you, if you are listening to this broadcast, do your best in this season to do something special, and maybe not only for someone that you know, and not only for someone that maybe gives something back to you, but just giving out of love to those that are in need and have nothing to give to you. And maybe they don't even deserve it. Maybe they made some foolish decisions, and that's why they are in the need that they are, but still don't judge them, but just stretch out a loving and giving hand and help them. I mean, that's what God did to us, and God still does to us, that even though we don't deserve it, He stretches out his great hand of love in giving and in helping us out of every need. So this love is so important. And you know, we also are in a dark season. It's darkness in the world. We are living in dark times. I mean, things that are happening today, it's really biblical prophecy coming into fulfillment when we see all these nations rising up against each other all these wars and other things and famines and, and earthquakes and things. It's a terrible time for many of us in the world. But on the other hand, it's not just these kind of things. We also see there is a great oppression upon men. And especially in this season when the nights get longer and the days get shorter and there's more darkness and when so many are celebrating with family and friends and loved ones, There is a whole group of people, and I tell you, you'd be amazed how many people there are in this season that feel so lonely as they are alone in their worries, in their pains, in their sufferings, and feels like nobody understands them and can help them. And even so many that commit suicide in these days of Christmas where we are celebrating love and light and Christmas carols and giving and great meals So many commit suicide, and I would like to ask you, my dear listener, oh, be aware of people around you, maybe on the street, neighbors that you greet, and uh, you pass by quickly because you need to do your shopping, but you don't know that they are in great distress, and maybe they are even contemplating to make an end to it all, and they are thinking of it, especially in this season when they are alone, and they see around them so many in happiness and so many in families where they are celebrating, but for them, they are alone and lonely, and they just don't see a way out anymore. So let's be aware of people around us, and let's make it a habit 
not only to do it during the Christmas season, but make it a lifestyle and do it all year round. Why do we have to do it only around Christmas? You can do it all year round to stretch out a loving and giving hand to those around you in need. But let's go to that wonderful name that God has because he has so many great names and each name gives a revelation of who he is and what his nature and his character is like. And so today I thought in this wonderful season of Christmas, let's go to that name, Elohim Ahava. Elohim Ahava means mighty love. Oh, (laughs) yes, have you experienced the mighty love of God already? Uh, I think there is nothing in this world that can compare to the love of God. Oh, if you have never experienced it, or if you don't know what I'm talking about, then you have not experienced it. Because if you have experienced his love, you know what I'm talking about. You know there is nothing in this world that can equal the mighty love of God, the God who loves. And as a Bible scripture, I would like to go to Jeremiah chapter 31 and read verse 3. It says, The Lord appeared to me from ages past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, With loving kindness, I have drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. Oh, isn't this all that we need for this Christmas season? I tell you, for me, and I'm sure for you too, if this is the only verse that you receive in this season, and the Holy Spirit will make it a life and a reality in your life, then there is nothing else that you need. Let me just say it one more time because it's so powerful. It says, the Lord appeared to me from ages past, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you and continued my faithfulness to you. Oh, isn't this a reality for you, my dear friend? And if not, then I want to let you know that the love of God is pursuing you today. He is pursuing you. Oh, he's hunting after you because he wants to get you into his possession, and he wants to possess you with that love. He wants to fill you with that abundance of love. You know, so many don't understand this real meaning of God's love, because when they read the Bible, they get in conflict. When they read the different things, the different stories, especially in the Old Testament, they just don't understand how this God of righteousness and the God of holiness, and the God who cannot have sin in his presence and who is against, you know, everything that sins and and that brings sin and that brings evil into the world, that we don't understand how his character and his nature can be in one hand so righteous and it feels harsh to us. And then on the other hand, we talk about love. I know this is something that many in the world And uh, unbelievers, they would throw at us when we testified. They would say, well, if God is love, if God is love, well, then you already know what's coming. Then you know they don't believe it, and they have never received it, and they never lived or dwelled in that love, and that love has never dwelled in them. But they say, if God is love, then why am I suffering in my life? Why this need? Why this promise? And you know, that thought closes their mind and their heart for the very love and the help that God wants to give them. 
because of that thought, they already, instead of yielding to God, they, they are resisting him and they are not allowing him to come to them in their need, in their distress, to help them out. But you know, think of it. If the essence of God's nature is love, then that's marvelous. Then that's wonderful, great, and good news for us. The news is so wonderful, so great, and so good that we cannot even fully comprehend it. Or it goes beyond our mind, our thinking, our comprehension. But through faith, we can receive it. And, you know, the Bible says the peace of God, it surpasses all understanding. And so does the love of God. It surpasses all understanding. I don't know about you, but you can be in a time of worries and you can have so many burdens and so many things in your life are going on and and you're so restless and and you can't sleep at night and then you, you just cannot find the answers and you're praying and you're thinking and you're trying to find the way you know how to get out of your problem, but suddenly the Holy Spirit comes over you with the peace of God. Oh, it's not giving you a clear answer. It's not giving you a clear, you know, solution to your need, but the peace that flows into your mind, in your heart, in your being, it surpasses every understanding. And it just brings such a rest because you know all things will be well. All things will be well because God is with me and he is in control, and he has control over my life and the situations in my life, and nothing is impossible with him. And so, oh, I can sleep now because I know he's watching over me, and all things will be well. Well, in the same manner, this happens with love, the love of God. You can be in such pain. I mean, the thoughts of things that happened in the past. Maybe you were abused as a child. Maybe you were beaten as a child. Maybe you just went through a terrible divorce. Maybe you just lost your job and you don't know how to pay the next bill. And there can be all kinds of situations in your life today that just make you hopeless and just give you that feeling of that overwhelming feeling that you're not going to make it. But suddenly, through the Holy Spirit, the love of God, the mighty love of God, Elohim Ahava, comes over you and in you and flows through you. And you know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, the love of God is going to carry you through. The love of God is going to enable you to make it. And he's going to help you and bring a solution and an answer to every need. Well, you know, the Bible teaches this reality and this fact And this is life-changing. And we don't always understand how full the impact is of the love of God in our life. I mean, when that love of God hits you and flows in your life, that has an impact and that goes beyond, you know, just a moment. It even goes beyond your generation. That love can impact through one person generations and nations and multitudes, you know. But it shows us two things. Well, you know, on one hand, we see that that love of God means that God is for us. And he is for everything that is good for us. So the love of God is for us, for everything that is good for us. But on the other side, we see that that same love of God is against everything that is harmful or evil for us. 
And that is something that we don't always understand. In one way, God is for us. He's always for us. And he wants us to succeed. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to have a wonderful life and a wonderful marriage and a wonderful family and a wonderful ministry and a good job and everything that we need in life to make it. And so he is for us to give us these blessings and to put us on the path that bring us his blessings and that brings us his love and all his goodness. But he is against everything that is harmful for us and that is evil for us. And here comes the conflict sometimes that we many times long for things. You know, the heart of man is treacherous and the heart of man many times longs for things that are not good for us. And so that brings a conflict because we want something and we think we want it because it will bring us joy. It will bring us something good. It will bring us something that we feel our flesh or our mind or our life wants, but God knows it's harmful, it's evil for us. So that means that sometimes we go against each other. I mean, I want something that I think is good for me, but God knows that's not good for me, and so he is against that very thing or that very, well, whatever it might be. And you know, he is a dedicated parent. He is a dedicated father. And I just would like you to see him in that way as you are a parent yourself, maybe, or as you see your parents, uh, they want what's good for you and they don't want what's evil for you. A child can say, oh, mama, let me have that great big knife that you are using to cut the tomatoes with. And maybe mama says, no, 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 no. I'm not going to give you that knife and we can get all upset because it's so shiny and we also want to help mama in the kitchen and we want to cut tomatoes. But you know, mama knows, well, at least at this time, it's not good for them and it will harm them and it could cut their fingers or whatever. And so in this matter, can you see that mama is not against her child? The fact that she's not giving what the child wants is because she is for the child and wants to protect the child. And the love of God works the same way in our lives. I mean, he wants to bring in our life what is good, and he wants to bring it when it's good. Many times, these things also have to do with uh, timing, uh, uh, the right timing. And we many times miss the timing of the Lord, you know. But we can misunderstand our Heavenly Father because he hates sin and he cannot endure sin And he doesn't want sin to stay in our life. And he wants us to be free of the power of that sin. And he doesn't want that to be such a great thing, an obstacle between us and him, between us and maybe our spouse, between us and the church or the ministry that we have. So he wants to take that away out of our life. He wants to break that in our life because he wants blessings to flow. And he knows that What he will give will be good for us. But you know, so many times we don't see it in that way. We think he's withholding something good for us. You know, maybe the child is asking for candy and candy and candy again. And you know, mama says, well, you've had enough. You need to eat your vegetables now. And we say, but I don't want that green stuff on my plate. I want those juicy, you know, those wonderful cherry candies. But Mama says, no more candy for you. It's vegetables now. Well, mama is not against us, 
and she surely doesn't hate us, and she doesn't want to withhold what is good for us. No, she knows we need that vegetable to grow and to build our body and to be healthy. But you know, we don't always see it that way. And did you ever see a child who has to eat their vegetables and cannot have that candy? They can fuss and cry and shout and have tears. It looks like the whole world is passing away. I mean, and they get upset and angry and their face frowns. But you know what's really going on? It's nothing in particular, nothing, nothing huge, you know. But they make such a huge thing of it and they they get all upset with their parents. But, you know, we can act the same way to our Heavenly Father. We can get so upset with Him and we can cry and we can act like the whole world is passing away. But, you know, God is only doing out of His love what is good for us. God is holy in His love. His love is full of righteousness. And, you know, that righteousness sometimes can feel a little harsh to us, you know, but that is not harsh. He wants to bring us in his righteousness and in his truth, in the truth. And that, you know, will only bless you. But, you know, there's another wonderful thing about his love. His love is omnipresent. That means his love is everywhere and you can find it everywhere. There is testimony of his love everywhere. There is witness of his love everywhere. Some people that don't want to believe that God exists, I tell you, they don't want to believe. It's not that they can't. They don't want to believe because the proof is everywhere of the love of God, of the presence of God, of the life of God. And you know, the Bible says, and I've seen it in my life, and you must agree with me that God is the same, unchanging he is the same and unchanging also in his love. And that's something that you can rely on and that you can build on. It means, my dear friend, whatever you are facing today, God is right there. And that means his love is right there. He is with you. He promised, I never leave you, forsake you. He will keep you and take care of you. He is there with his love to watch over you. He is there in his love to listen to you. He has an interest in your life. He is interested in your life, what you are thinking, what you are going through, what your struggles are, but also what your joys are and what kind of happiness is coming into your life right now that he is bringing into your life. And he wants to fellowship with you about these things. And he wants to also speak to you and encourage you and bless you. You know, his love is there to take care of us. And you know, just like Papa and Mama, they will give their last meal to give that to their child so their child will live. And so our Heavenly Father, He gives everything He has to bring us life. He gave His beloved Son. And that's what we are celebrating right now. You know, God is love and He loves us and He has always loved us and He will always love us. And that love is near us. And it's right near you right now at this moment. And that love has everything that you need. And that love, when it flows through you, it will make all things fresh and new. And my dear friend, as you are stretching out your hand to those around you in need, don't just give them a bread and a shirt and a blanket, but share the love of the Father with them. Talk about Jesus. Give them a bread and tell them about the bread of life, Jesus, who
who will satisfy their soul. Oh, give them a jacket and tell them about the clove of righteousness that we receive when Christ comes into our life. Oh, I tell you, share Jesus with them, and you will give them the greatest gift of the season. Oh, let's pray together. Father, I pray for those that are feeling lonely. Yes, maybe there's even somebody listening who has had the thought to commit suicide because they're just so lonely or the obstacles are so great in their eyes. I pray right now that that power of that thought of suicide may be broken because there's no reason whatsoever to end it all. You came to give it all, new life, new beginning. Lord, you are near to them with your love. Flow through their mind. Lord, as they yield themselves to you, oh, take away all their worries and all the suffering of the mind and flow through them with your peace and your goodness. Oh, let that love that surpasses all the understanding, let it flow through their whole being right now and that they feel your arms around them, your loving arms that is carrying them right now. And Lord, that they can surrender to you everything of their life and themselves wholly and completely into your hands right now. And Father, you will take care of them and you will answer them with forgiveness, with deliverance, with healing. Yes, Lord, you will heal not just the body, but also the heart and the mind, Lord, their inner man, and you will bless them and you will also answer them to help them to pay the bills, to help them to come out of that nasty situation, and you will bring them upon the rock once again, upon solid ground. I thank you you will do it in the mighty, wondrous name of Jesus Christ, your Son. Bless them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 